First the goat must be killed and the skin straight. Heartbeats to breakbeats, skins, traps and steel, pans and wheels. Emerging voices from the global south on people's sovereignty, ethics and human rights. Speak with drum language, news, views and music. Dispatches from the corner, hoods, barrios and favelas. This is Brother Allende, and you are all attuned to drum language. Welcome back. Shouts to the gods and ancestors. Comrades and fellow countrymen. Even the new ones. Especially the new ones. This is from Adiba and Herman Wallace, neither of whom ever got to see the home they really dreamed of. And for Marissa Alexander, too. I got together with Tanisha Douglas, activist and healer, and Marlon Peterson, writer, host of an upcoming show on both sides on MNN, but primarily a people worker. We got together for a drum circle. Our discussion was so rich that we're going to do something different this time. So here we are, DL3 part one. Essa é a história de Umba para Uma, um ponta de lança africano, um ponta de lança decidido. Umba para Uma. Give me 
My life, my life in the sunshine Everybody loves the sunshine Sunshine, sunshine Everybody loves the sunshine Sunshine, sunshine Folks get down in the sunshine They really love sunshine I started making sunshine. up this poem when I was in solitary sunshine. one time After being called by a number for five years 30,562 I was beginning to forget who I was The idea of ancestry Taped to the wall of my cell are 47 pictures 47 black faces My father, mother, grandmothers, one dead, grandfathers, both dead, brothers, sisters, uncles, aunts, cousins, first and second, nieces and nephews. They stare across the space at me, sprawling on my bunk. I know their dark eyes, they know mine. I know their style, they know mine. I am all of them, they are all of me. They are farmers, I am a thief. I am me, they are thee. I have at one time or another been in love with my mother, one grandmother, two sisters, two aunts, one went to the asylum, and five cousins. I am now in love with a seven-year-old niece. She sends me letters written in large block print, and her picture is the only one that smiles at me. I have the same name as one grandfather, three cousins, three nephews, and one uncle. The uncle disappeared when he was 15, just took off and caught a freight, they say. He's discussed each year when the family has a reunion. He causes uneasiness in the clan. He is an empty space. My father's mother, who is 93 and who keeps the family Bible with everybody's birth dates and death dates in it, always mentions him. There's no place in her Bible for whereabouts unknown. Yo, what's up, black man? <laughs> Peace, bro. Hey, bro. Likewise, likewise. I want a hand slide, bro. No, no. I, you, I mean, you still. <laughs> While I was in Brazil, I read, I finally read the new Jim Crow, which I was kind of like, oh, yeah, uh-huh. You know? <laughs> I felt it, it felt valuable mm -hmm. to be articulated in one place like that by someone who was doing all this legal 
citation work, it felt like a valuable tool. So I could see that it, it has been revolutionary for some people. And that's, that's great. You know, I guess things come around. Ten years ago, you know, I had friends who were in critical resistance and doing abolition work and they were, right, they were not able to find community support uh, to keep doing the work around the issue. And then also, you know, political prisoner work and the intersections and how challenging some of those conversations can be. When we say something like free them all or all prisoners are political prisoners. And then I also was reading another another book which is Fort Dimash, Dungeon of Death, which is one person's account of his experience being incarcerated for seven or so years in the most notorious prison and torture center in Haiti, which has since been demolished, but was built as a barracks and training center for the U.S. Marines in the 19-teens when they were occupying the country, and then was one of these legacies that gets used, and the ways these things are kind of connected. So, taking into account our background as far as ancestry and the ways in which the immigration and deportation system, right, these two systems of enforcement and control converge on us in some really heavy ways. So when you think about issues of the intersection between the criminal justice system and like the deportation immigration system, which is is technically a civil issue, right? The civil issue is not a criminal justice issue, which it should be because they're all in jail. And in some cases they're in the same jail, just different sides of the jail. And and the jails may talk to each other, but somehow it's, you know, when they're in this situation, they don't get a lawyer, you know, and all this sort of stuff. It's a whole other animal and, and machine in itself. And how is sort of praise of immigrant descent. They're alienated from the larger community because they feel like they, you know, you can't come out. You can't come out and, and do things that citizens would do. The kids feel a little bit, a, a lot more shame. They can't say something because they got to protect their mother. You know, their mother telling them, you can't say nothing because you don't want to get me to get sent back. Or, you know, all these, and, and, and these are the pressures that the kids have to deal with. Um, and these are also the pressures that the, that the parents have to deal with. And particularly like in New York, and there's this thing called Secure Community. It's a federal program that it pretty much gives local law enforcement, um, immigration, custom informants power. Right, right, right. You get stop and frisk, you go to the precinct, they send you central bookings, because it's, you know, and you end up staying overnight, they send you to Rikers Island. You ain't even convicted of anything yet, you're just being held. Yep. You, get, you, you get to Rikers Island, they find out, like, oh, your case is dismissed. But... Right. You, you're immigrate, you get an immigration hold because your status is not clear. Right. So now you get an immigration hold, and now you be put into deportation proceedings. proceedings. Right. Not because you did anything wrong, but because you committed, a, you violated a civil law, which mm. is according to me, you violated a civil law, which is that you were here undocumented. Right. So here comes someone who's wrongfully stopped and fr wrongfully stopped by the police and frisked by the right. police, arrested targeted, by the police, based targeted, on the same motivations, race, right. different things. Right. And then you're yeah, in the criminal justice, quote, well, simply you're in a different place, you're in a criminal justice system, but you're just in a jail, period. Mm -hmm. Like at the outset, you said, I know you're doing something now. And I always say, I'm just doing people work. I'm doing it in different places, but I'm still mm -hmm. doing people work. Right. But how far reaching these, these sort of machines are into the daily lives of people. Mm -hmm. And in many cases, you know, the silo, I'm not an immigrant. I'm not, you know, I don't have no family in jail. I don't have nobody. You know, all this sort of stuff. We may create our own sort of silos, but it's all intersectional how these sort of machines. Prey on us. I remember um, when um, 
I found out, I didn't find out that my dad was serving a 30 to life until I was in my late teens. Um, but when I found out, I was like, okay, so, but when he gets home, he'll be home. And then my mom said, well, so when he goes up for parole after his minimum 30, um, they can either hit him at the board or not. If they hit him, then he goes back for seven. If they don't, then he goes into immigration holding um, and hopefully gets deported in a timely fashion. Who knows what all that's gonna look like? And I remember hearing stories of my young people, very similar circumstances. We, you know, they, they tell us about their family history. We do family trees, we do all these kind of stuff. Oh, what's going on with dad? Oh, dad was in prison for a little while, but then he had to go back to Trinidad or he had to go back to Jamaica or he had to go back to Guyana because, you know, he didn't have his papers. So now we begin to like the exporting of these issues into other countries. Hello. Whatever state you're in or whatever borough, street corner project you're from, and you know, somebody goes to jail and that whole deportation process happens. Now they go now you extend it to another country. Yeah. Right? To now this is you know, we're exporting our own criminal punishment system onto other places. Not to say these places are serene and utopian by no means. But we explore another issue to a country who doesn't have enough resources that that's here. We explore a problem, another issue there, into their economy, into their system, into their streets, into their, yeah. you know, their neighborhoods. I mean, think about it. I've had young people too who've been in immigration holding on Rikers Island, freaking out about what's going to happen when they get deported back to Guyana at 16 with no family, right. right? And thankfully, that hasn't happened to any of the people who I've worked with. But what do these folks do when they get when they get deported? What happens? Yeah, we're really getting into some deep intersections here. And there was this film, a documentary, that was released a few years ago. It was called Lost in Haiti. Hmm. And it was about young people born in Haiti, not all fluent in Creole, but who grew up in, in the United States, mostly from, I think, around the Miami area, but who become this lost population just floating around the slums of, of, of Port-au-Prince. They're not connected to anybody. They just got dropped there, mm -hmm. right? Connected also to this, you know, the civil element of it where people's presence by itself is being criminalized even as people are being pulled into this place because, you know, the capitalist system needs people with limited protection and limited rights and limited expectations internationally who will come. But I don't know if you all had heard about this ruling in late September in the Dominican Republic that basically said that anybody of Haitian migrant worker descent since 1929 was no longer a citizen, right? So this is like four generations of people it applies to a lot of people who have no linkages, but at the end of this year, if they're purged from the citizenship roles and then started to get pushed out of the Dominican Republic, they're going to arrive there with no, you know, there's no memory. These people are Dominican. They speak Spanish. They don't speak Creole. They don't have anywhere to go or things to do, but it is an extension also of the world that the United States has made possible with this, like, security state this kind of war on terror where all of these borders mm -hmm. are extensions somehow or of the U.S. border system. And even in, in literally exporting incarceration, that whole phenomenon of supermax, that phenomenon was exported to South Africa. Mm -hmm. It was exported to Israel. And last February, the U.S. Department of State did a 
call for proposals for contractors to put in bids to build two prisons in Haiti because one of the things that there was a major prison that was in the earthquake area and prisoners were were massacred by police um, during the earthquake because the building is coming down and people are trying to like save their own lives and they're like no because they're committed to they're committed to control when you were talking about the lost children in Haiti, you know, I don't think that the kids, that the young people who I've worked with are that different. Hmm. Honestly, you know, they are not connected to this larger American myth, hmm. right? They're not connected to it. I remember when um, Troy Davis, God rest his soul, was murdered mm-hmm. by the state um, and we were talking with young people about this case and it was right around the time when people were writing letters to get them to stay the execution and we, we did a whole lesson plan on the case, we showed the video, we talked about it with the young people, we had the discussion questions and then we were like, okay, time to take action, we're going to write letters and the young people were like, why are we writing letters, they don't kill this brother. And, and we were like, no, come on, y'all, have hope. We have to have hope. We have to write the letters to talk about the government. They were like, the government doesn't give up about this brother. They were like, they don't kill this brother, and that's going to be that. And then a couple days later, what happened? They killed the brother. Mm-hmm. And I remember feeling like, wow, my these young people, especially these young men, have such a clear understanding of how little their lives are valued by larger American society. I don't know nothing much about Beverly Hills I don't know about working for the system I don't know about life on Miami Beach But know a little about the streets Just ask me about Brooklyn I know the ganja move in the streets And when you're poor you can't sleep Ask me about Brooklyn Where every day another bites the dust Choose so much ganja tapas Just ask me about Jamaica Where life is getting harder And if you ever come on you Ask me about Jamaica Where the police Man and soldier, no stop charge man for murder. So nobody asks me about things that I don't know. Ask me about reality and I will show. Show you just how the ghetto youths flow. This is real life living on a proper show. We don't know about owning yachts and fancy cars. Dear baby, they got me.
Another ghetto chapter is written. Gap that I'm bridging. Got you to listen. See the ghetto through the same eyes. Capture my vision. Shorty home from church one night. I told my mama, God don't love us. If he did, wild the angels is white. She looked at me crazy. Knew I was right. The prophecy written in hieroglyphics. Blitz is beyond prolific. I walked the ghetto with barber shops to check cash spots to crooked cops. The thickest broads and the liquor stores, but hold tight. I sold work, I sold dirt, I sold shirts, I sold hurt, son. Never sold my people out. Circle the ghetto watching shorties take the easy route Wondering if the pain is part of the air We breathing out And France for nines wretched of the earth Force that I saw in the youth for often true of myself So please I know we got mouths to feed But best believe Truth shall set you free And that's word Live your life hey. Just live Just live So slow, how far we'll go, never know. No, 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 whether we'll live or die. Uh. Whether we'll live or die. With my newfound mobility and one guitar. A voice in a soliloquy, I gain perspective. So I don't glorify the yard and the message. This is add-on music, realizing the ifs. Some would have you live to die, I'm dying to live. Earth moved beneath my feet, I fell in the shift. Some ask, how simple is it? I call it simple physics. Look at the signs for what the pattern is. You can't stand until you've fallen. Will is the catalyst. What remains is what the matter is From the pains to the joys of what God would allow Here you think of get thought on Tomorrow is now Youngin, face your fears Get in front of them Life comes down to a few brief moments And this is one of them Yeah Some of the work is about arming folks and supporting folks in navigating these systems that are designed against us. You know, people always talk about broken systems. I'm firmly, I firmly believe that all these systems are functioning as they are designed to. <laughs> you know, I was having a conversation with somebody. They were like, yeah, you know, I'm about to start a project in, in, in Inglewood, in Chicago, and I'm going to be working with young mothers. She was like, really, my history is with veterans, though. I was like, yo. They're veterans. <laughs> you know, not to feed into, but I don't know if any of you have heard about this nickname for Chicago, you can call it Chirac, mm -hmm. right? Clear sight is valuable to talk about what we're dealing with. And these wars on, on poverty, on, on drugs, and then even if we push out a little bit, the war on terror, they're waged on people. You know, those first two, the domestic ones, they've been waged on us. How do we navigate this and, and with some of our humanity intact? But there's also the consciousness building so that we can say, yo, listen, here's what we gotta do. 
Yeah, yeah. It's like another term, like learn the hopelessness. Mm. Mm. Learn hopelessness, learn helplessness, is seen another sort of, mm-hmm. but um, sort of concept where, I mean, you're you know, kind of taught that you're supposed to be hopeless about because you see it, right? I mean, there's real evidence. So you actually like fighting upstream. That kind of goes to like the program I started for Society is called I Live, and it's built over this concept from one of the brothers in the book that living is the most radical act that we can do. It's the most radical thing. It's just living. Because everything tells us that we should just try to be surviving. We just try to survive, we try not to die. To sort of like overcome and live beyond what is designed for us. Like you said, I don't believe these systems are broken. I think they're working just right. So, you know, you're asking people from these same places that we come from, whether it be Inglewood, whether it be in, in Hay, whether it be in Lobbins Hill, Trinidad, Brownsville, uh, wherever they're from, um, that we want you to look beyond this sort of stuff. And that's hard to do. I have a group where I'm at, um, and all these are ATI alternative conservation mm-hmm. um, clients. Um, so they've already been involved with the system lower to high levels numerous times. Um, Talking about gun violence and whatnot. And it's like this is what it's gonna be. Like it was like that when they said it, it's like that when you was young, right? And I can't, yeah. It's gonna be like that tomorrow. And and and, and I can't tell that's not true. As experts, they they see the evidence. Right. They've done their qualitative research. They've done their quantitative research by walking down the street right. every day and talking yeah. and smoking yeah. with their homeboys and homegirls. Right. And this is like this was gonna happen to us. Right. You end up in jail. You end up here. You get deported. Like this is gonna happen. I'm just trying not to. I'm trying not. I'm just trying not for it to happen tomorrow. Right. Or today. Or today. And that's. Right. And that's and like what we call actionable intelligence. Right. Like the. Mm-hmm. That's the actions, the choices that people make are based on thorough research, empirical. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. On the flip side of that, there's a casual brutality about the way that people who are in part of this system, these systems, and responsible for their maintenance, will deal with this stuff. Like I saw a panel in the fall where uh, Commissioner Schreiro of the Department of Corrections, she was talking about the number of people in New York City who are under formal control. And I was like, wow. I was like, that is the language that you use to reduce people's experiences. Formal control. Like, this is, right? Like, so we know people who are on paper. Nobody she cares about or loves fits into this box. She can remove the, the, the humanity from it. Um, some people are given the right to have feelings and feel their feelings and express their feelings and heal from their pain. And some of us are just supposed to be the containers for all of this pain that we never get to express or properly heal. Um, and one of the things that we worked really hard on in the Center for Community Alternatives and wherever I am with young people is helping them to understand that what they're going through in their communities is not normal, is mm-hmm. not okay, mm-hmm. that there is pain associated with it that some of their behaviors, self-inflicted behaviors, internalizing and externalizing behaviors, are as a result of that pain, right? And that it's incredibly important for them that they have the right to heal. They have the right to love themselves and love their communities and live lives full of joy.
Justice was illegal when equality was evil Poverty was see through the ruling body deceitful When the righteous need you, would you fight for your people For the slight, for the feeble Through the eye of a needle was the image of a man He reached from the clouds, he was giving me a sense Said he was still alive, but I didn't understand When you die for your nation and you living in the land Then I looked over the horizon And saw Mandela and his son that was rising He said, listen to what the drums say We are all gonna be free one day When I looked over the horizon, I saw Mandela with wings, he was flying. He said, listen to what the drums say, we are all gonna be free one day. Patience is necessary for greatness. The question is how strong your faith is. Will it matter how long the wait is? If sacred is what the source of your strength is, the definition of willpower. Cause real power don't have to steal power. Behind bars, can you still build power? And when you stay pure, when you finally feel power, Mandela, 27 years in hell cellar, but you can't gel the lyric, can't kill the spirit. When the children hear it, their hearts rise. This is much bigger than the part that it's all lives. It only takes one match to start fires and light up the dark skies. The flames keep burning even after the spark dies. Tell me what impact will your life have? When your last night's past, will your light last? Then I looked over the horizon and saw Mandela in a sun that was rising. He said, listen to what the drums say, we are all gonna be free one day. When I looked over the horizon, I saw Mandela with wings, he was flying. He said, listen to what the drums say, we are all gonna be free one day. Drum language, because the beat will always save us. 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 